you know, I used to play. Oh, yeah, that's right, the keyboards, huh? Yeah, I mean, just a little in high school, but then I, I really got into it in college. I mean, that's, that's when I really found my sound. <laughs> oh, God. Art, you just came out of my nose, but it was totally worth it. <laughs> oh, my God. I completely forgot about your sound. Yeah. <laughs> he used to lock himself in the basement for hours. No one was ever allowed to hear the sound. I want to hear the sound. 483 episodes of spoilers, and we finally found our sound. This is Chandler Bing Spoilers. This is spoiler. Infinite time. time. <laughs> it's a jam. Oh, man. Hey, this is Friends Spoilers. Actually, we're calling this Chandler Spoilers. And even deeper than that, we're calling it the... Kathy Chronicles, but Kathy Chronicles. Today on this episode of Spoilers, we are covering season four, episode seven, the one where Chandler crosses the line. Before we get into the plot of the episode and final thoughts and yes or no's and maybe trivia if we have time, I want to introduce a couple people. We have some more friends. It's not just me and Brett this time. We have more friends. But before we get to you, Pappy, Brett, I want to know, yeah. what is your, I, I kind of know this answer already, because we're friends, but tell the studio audience here, <laughs> uh, maybe your, uh, what, to what depths have you dove into music in the past? Have you ever fancied being a musician? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm sure you know all about this. Um, I've always wanted to be a musician, but there was a, there's a little small hurdle that got in my way. Uh, I don't have any musical ability at all. So, um, I, you can sing. No, I can't. You're a great singer. I could sing. Okay. Before 18 years of smoking, but, um, I played the trumpet a little bit. It wasn't very good. Uh, I played piano senior year and that's probably the best I ever got at anything, but I lost that. I tried to play guitar, which was just famously awful. And then I played a little bass in college as well, which I did okay at. What happened to that bass? I, just, I can't see. I think I sold it or gave it to my, uh, goddaughter Paxton. Same with my keyboard, which I wish I could have back. Gosh, I wanted that bass. Whatever. Pappy, thanks for joining mm. us on this Chandler Spoilers episode. What's What have you gotten into in the past with music? Have you ever felt like you might start creating your own music? Your own sound? My sound? I never found my sound. <laughs> I, I, was, I wasn't even as good as Ross was at the experimental. Uh, I, I did a lot of like the, I had a keyboard. I played a lot with those buttons, like the pre-made sounds and stuff. Like that that's what I was into. What about um, helicopter sounds? Ooh. Tom Morello. Uh <laughs> and Brett, I think you're selling yourself short. I like your smoky voice when you sing. And you got a good falsetto, too. So we're always blessed when you sing on the pot. But no, I was the worst viola player. I I don't know. Not good at music. But I'm glad to be here with you guys. Thanks for inviting me. It's fun. I yeah. The pizza nail story is always a, is a classic story. I'm glad it got told on the pod, <laughs> finally. P- 
Pizza nails? What was that? When Josh nailed the pizza to your ceiling or something. Oh, <laughs> to the wall. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Um, Josh. That's Josh for you. Josh from Goshen. I still play guitar to this day. And I think I'm okay. Like I can usually figure out pop songs and like get chord fingerings down and stuff. I'm not like super inventive or super musically knowledgeable at all. But I think I actually chose this question for this episode because I think deep down inside anyone that grew up watching Friends, you probably have a deep seated fear musically of like being the Ross or Phoebe and you don't know it. <laughs> So like, yeah, you think you're good? Yeah. yeah, I feel like I do think I'm good, but I probably actually am way worse. So I'm just always trying to be really cognizant of that. <laughs> Unlike them. All right. Hold on <laughs> the, to the audience, to the audience. Okay. So we live with like, what, five people in college at any given time. Josh is better at guitar than all the rest of the people put together times like 10. So he's selling himself short. I uh, used to play some "What I Got" by Sublime, mm. and he always said, "My he always said my brother played guitar differently than you, right? He would learn like full songs, and you like to learn like parts, right? I don't know. You said it to me once. This is even making me uncomfortable, to be honest. Like, Dude, starting no, to sweat. you're good, Josh. Awesome. <laughs> you guys, are, good, you Josh. guys need to do like Josh plays the Friends theme on guitar, and Brett sings it. That would really tie <laughs> this whole Kathy Chronicles together. That would be. I don't amazing. know about that. Oh man, let's get into season four episode seven proper boys i think that's enough of opening question i'm sweating enough wiping it off my brow a little bit um okay so the opening tag is not a ross rachel rivalry thing this time i just walked in the bathroom and saw kathy naked it was like torture you know if we ever go to war and you're captured you're in for a big surprise <laughs> It just keeps getting worse and worse, you know? I mean, it's bad enough that I'm in love with my roommate's girlfriend, which, by the way, I think she knows, because every time we're in the same room together, there's this weird, like, energy between us. And call me crazy, but I think she likes me, too. And now I have seen her naked. We actually just have this little thing where Chandler sees Kathy, like, naked accidentally in the shower, which I feel like is something that kind of comes up in Friends quite a bit they're always seeing each other naked yeah. accidentally a couple of them yeah and then they all see Chandler <laughs> yeah that's funny that's a funny bit do you think this would be t putting yourself in Chandler's shoes do you think this would be torturous like he says uh yeah I think so I, I mean I, I, I can't hold on somebody else talk I'd... you okay Brett well yeah, just that's not something we're gonna launch into right now. <laughs> what the Wait, hell? What? I knew something was up. <laughs> it's too early in the pod, I guess, for it, Pap. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, no, we're good. I feel bad for Chandler in this one, guys. I like I said, I don't have a lot of friends' <sighs> context, only the things that you guys had said. But the man's struggling. The tangled web we weave. I do feel bad with him. But I feel like I was going to bring this up to Josh. Is this is probably the first time in the Catholic Chronicles where Chandler does kind of, obviously the kissing part, but before that, it's a little shady. He's kind of trying to push Joey into a different relationship, and he's just being a little, again, it's not too bad. But I think you're getting there into Act 1, which is healthy. 
because that's outside of the tag. We find out that um, after oh, sorry, after yeah, the we... sweet, sweet theme song, which I, I held true, boys. Watch that, son of a bitch. What about you? I skipped it. I skipped okay. it. I like how it Jeez. like they line up the clap with Chandler hitting his head. That's pretty cool. I never. I <laughs> now that's some class. That that's really where Friends <laughs> yeah. falls into a good zone. Kino editing. Like Brett was saying, Joey is now juggling a couple of girls. Kathy, this is the Kathy Chronicles, but also Casey is now in the picture. Mm. And this is some of the most painful stuff for Chandler, right? Because like Joey's not even taking this seriously and it's it's kind of dangling there right in front of him, right? What is the big deal? It's not like we're exclusive. Look, Joey... Kathy is clearly not fulfilling your emotional needs. But Casey, I mean, granted, I just saw the back of her head. But I got this sense that she's she's smart and funny and gets you. You got all that from the back of her head? Right, look, I just think it's time for you to settle down, you know? Make a choice. Pick a lane. Who's a lane? I mean, like, he's got it thrown in his face. But like this is finally like a, a, a ray of hope for him. He has for about three seconds when he thinks that he's going to be able to swoop in. But no, Joey's just doing Joey things. This I thought there was a really this are we? This is when he's talking about Casey. Right? I, I thought I wrote down a funny line. I think it's funny that he's talking about going out to dinner and then going out to another dinner, and then he goes. And the craziest thing is, I just ate a whole pizza myself. <laughs> like that cracks me up. Like, Heath really does think that's the craziest part, not him dating two women, but yeah. <laughs> the craziest part, yeah. Do you like Joey's game right now, Pappy? Where are you at with Joey? Because we've been kind of trashing on him for the last two episodes. Not uh, as an actor or anything, but just like the character himself is like so clueless and um, n- not helpful so far. Yeah, I... I'm confused on how Joey sees Kathy. Like, I don't know. Like, can you be broken up with someone if you're not even exclusively dating? Like at one part he calls her his girlfriend, but then he's going out with another woman right before. It's like, even if you are going to date multiple people at once to pull the double header in one night, that's that's kind of a level of like, I I don't know about that. I wonder did he tell you think he told Kathy like why their date was then and that he was dating another girl or I didn't get that feeling. You two are married folk. So it's been a long time since you've been in the dating scene. I, I think my view on it is like you have to assume non exclusivity until that's been specifically said. Right. Like, yeah, that's a, that's a tricky thing about before I like literally a few months before I met my wife, I was actually like about to go on a date with two different people and I'd always given people crap about, Oh, it must be so terrible, but I hated it. I hated the feeling so much. I literally felt so guilty and I trust me, none, we weren't exclusive at all. I'd even gone out with one other girl. It just, I hated the feeling of it. I felt like I was doing something wrong, but I just don't think Joey felt that way. Pap, is that, 
were you how many how many women have you dated at the same time oh boy um i don't know i mean maybe like two to four at one point hat <laughs> dog <laughs> Dog. I think part Who's of Joey's to sadness too, like Joey gets broken up with. He's just not really like used to that. That comes a little later, but yeah. I, I mean, exclusive or not, like I don't know. He's hurt. He's hurt. But mm-hmm. <clears throat> this episode is a little unique because it doesn't have like we joked about before, Brett. Like episodes have. A plot, B plot, C plot, D plot, maybe even an E plot, an F plot. This one really just has yeah. two. And two? I th- yeah. And I'd like to get into the other one because pretty early on, Phoebe and Ross connect via surprising musical connection. Can you explain how that kind of plays out, Pappy? Little tiny Tarzan swinging on a nose hair, swinging with the greatest of ease. Yeah. Phoebe's jamming doing her thing on the guitar i think she's writing a song about tarzan swinging on some nose hair or something and she needs another terrible song she needs help uh i don't know going from verse to the bridge or connecting two verses and ross hits her with like a what does he say it's like a oh mommy wowie or oh ba 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 yeah Yeah, that sounds right yeah and she's like i i didn't know you were into music and Apparently, Ross had a whole phase that peaked in college where he had a sound. Yeah, he's and, trying to find it. Mm. Oh, he found it. Oh, he, he got found it. it. All right. <laughs> Darn it. Now I'm to get to the next verse. Oh, you can just go, uh, greatest of ease, bum, and then go right into it. <laughs> yeah, ooh, I like that. Yeah. Wait, how do you know about bum, uh, you know, I used to play. What is his sound, fellas? Because it's not too long before the rest of the friends have him convinced. Kind of like Pappy always does with Brett, convinces him to sing like every other pod at some point. Which- I hate it. I don't like it that much either. I I, I don't think I'm a good singer. Like even early on I in disagree. our relationship, Brittany said I was the best singer that sh- she knew. And I was like, you need to meet more people. When did this become a thing on spoilers? It really does seem like Brett sings like every huh? second or third episode. But how how would you all describe Ross's sound? Well, Ross describes it as like a musical poem, I think, at some point. A wordless poem. Yeah. And this got me thinking about like good hands because I took like a, like a music class in college. And at some point we had to listen to some like avant-garde music i'm like you know if this was if this was on good hands would someone tell me this is good (laughs) you know what i mean like can you is there anything there like if you like really close your eyes and get into it josh can you can you understand the story that he's trying to tell with the barks mm. and the moves and the explosion no he's he's using all the keyboard keyboard defaults including like a generic bass is just walking around it, the block. it definitely needs a uh, adam driver in the back what what is it 
outer space. space? <laughs> no, I I don't think there's much. I do like when the laser sound go off and he kind of glances around quickly from side to side. I usually think that's funny. And he also Oh yeah, it's it's funny. At the end, there's usually like an explosion or car crash or something and he does this like smooth out thing with his hands to end it. It's, it's like, very strange. Like, for it. <laughs> and now we're done. Like, I get enjoyment out of it, but, like, the enjoyment is pure. I think it's hilarious, and I know it's Ross. Like, there's no other enjoyment. (laughs) Like, I'm a Ross. I love Ross, so love him or hate him. That's Ross. I was thinking about how weird it would be to be out walking around town listening to that music. And then our boy, Matthew Perry. I don't know. You guys are more friends, experts than me. Is you who a frequent beverage that's drank by? Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> he had a you. Yeah. I got a hankering for one as soon as I saw it. Oh, it sounds so good. <laughs> I would say, would you say Chandler, they drink you who a lot? He likes. Early on, yeah. But that was also a Seinfeld, isn't it? Oh, uh, I think you're right. Or, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I noticed we mentioned Seinfeld on one of these other pods. They they do mention the name Elaine. I don't know if that's enough to be a Seinfeld reference, but when he's trying to tell him to pick between Casey and Kathy, he says, pick Elaine. And Joey's like, who's Elaine? And he's like all excited. (laughs) Yeah, he wants to sleep with her, too. God bless my dad for soundproofing the basement. Oh, I can't believe I ever let him touch me with those fingers. What are you guys talking about? I loved it. It was so moving. Oh, plus, it's just, it's so different from the stuff you usually hear. You mean music? I think that's like the little tag here at the end of Act One, is that this twist that everyone recognizes Ross's Everyone recognizes Ross's music as terrible, but Phoebe likes it. Is this not an M. Night Shyamalan twist to you guys? Like, I kind of like what we're starting to get into. I love that she loves his music. Yeah, (laughs) me too. Yeah. Okay. Like I was saying, I I do think that's the end of quote act one. I'm trying to kind of plot this out into acts. It was kind of fun to do. Act two would begin with Chandler and Kathy, all of a sudden, they're alone in the apartment. Uh, maybe you can explain why this is, Brett. We kind of talked about it earlier, but what happens here? Hey! Oh, God. Is that Baywatch? Uh, yes, but uh, I just watch it for the articles. <laughs> so is Joey around? No, no, he's not back yet, but he's going to be here any minute. So uh, come on in, have a seat. Bauer Stern. I don't really have a preference. You? I like it in the Stern. <laughs> Of the boat. So he's at home watching Baywatch, um, which him and Joey are want to do. They love doing that. Um, and then Kathy comes in. And then probably my favorite line of this whole episode was she goes, oh, is this Baywatch? He goes, yeah, I just watch it for the articles. I think that's a really, yeah. really funny, really funny line. Um, but so they're kind of waiting around and as... 
Chandler teased earlier in the episode, the very beginning, he obviously he's like falling in love with her, but he thinks that she might be into him too. So we're kind of getting that you could say chemistry, but it's more like sexual uh, tension. Mm. And then another funny line goes, uh, this is Br Brittany like this line. He said, stern or bow or front or stern or whatever. And he goes, I like it in the stern. And he goes, of the boat. That's another funny line. Um, it's a typical Chandler line. But I think that's where they leave it off, right? They would just sit, like, he invites her to sit down or... Is that a homophobic joke? I don't... It's okay. Mm, I, don't I don't think it's homophobic. That. He says he likes it in the stern. <laughs> it's just like, it. it is like a... It's like, oh, it's a, that's a poor choice of words. I mean, it's not homophobic. It's just... I mean, I guess it's based off of a homosexual misunderstanding, but it's not something to be offended by, Josh, I promise you. Also, can I just say as someone not initiated in Friends, like, to just be dropped in, their apartment is wild. They got chickens and ducks running around. There's a oh, yeah. canoe in the middle of it. It's just funny. They got robbed uh, because of Joey. He bet somebody that he couldn't fit. He was trying to sell this humongous entertainment center that he made. And in the paper, he put <laughs> fine Italian craftsmanship. Um, and it was too big and Chandler made him get rid of it. So he bet this guy who was there looking at it that he couldn't fit inside. And he's like, oh, I'm gonna. And then once he gets inside, the guy puts a hockey stick in the door handles and locks him in. And he literally steals everything they have. Um, so that's kind of like the part you get later on because it was two recliners and, you know, a TV and all that stuff like that. So that's where that comes from. But yes, the chicken and duck have been there for a while. So we get a stretch of episodes here where the set is kind of wacky looking with just a canoe in the center of it. It's kind of, it's a vibe for sure. And I love in this the the Kathy Chronicles really takes a lot of leaps forward here. Um, we're chewing on a lot of meat because I, I, you kind of already broke it down a little bit, Brett. But it goes from just talking and biding their time for Joey to her giving him a haircut to her blowing on his neck to them gazing into each other's eyes to almost kissing. And then yeah. Pappy... Phone. The phone's <laughs> making noise. I feel like some of the best parts of this episode, and I know you are a friend's outsider, but where Chandler and her are kind of like going in and out of the door of the apartment, I feel like that's good stuff, right? Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. When he's like, "Are you still there?" and she's like, "Yeah." I, um, yeah. She really did forget her purse. I mean, yeah. Brett was touching on it earlier. It is a very Sparks are flying during that haircut, oh, yeah. you know, sexually charged. But yeah, no, it's it's good stuff. Like I'm rooting for these two kids when I'm watching this. Now, I almost expected the audience to do kind of like a ooh, yeah, when they kiss, you know, but they don't. It's, it's just quiet. I think it goes to the commercial after that. You're left to wonder. Yeah, you are left to wonder. I don't think you're really left to wonder. They come out of the commercial yeah. and they're still like <laughs> kissing. So I think it's pretty clear it never. Oh, are they? Oh, it okay. never went further than that. Well, they wondered for a few minutes, 
Well, I wondered if they did more than kiss. That gets answered later, but <clears throat> yeah, it gets later. That, that's that's a, you know that's a good point, Pat. When you when it fades to black on a kiss, you kind of wonder like, hmm, well, what happened next? You know. But they do kiss, yeah. and this is where I I mean, even in Joey's mind, I think this is where he crosses the line. I don't think the emotional cheating or the almost kissing or the haircut any of that really would have bothered joey to be honest but it's a romantic kiss and he is gonna find out about that later but first electrifying (laughs) infinite time you know there's a starbucks about three blocks down so inspired. Look at him. Look at him go. <laughs> we gotta stop by storyline B here just for a second, boys. Ross has busted out his new song infinite time and phoebe comes (laughs) phoebe comes to the conclusion that she can no longer perform in public brett right oh yeah she i mean she was gonna have a set afterwards but she said that's like the chimps something dancing or something going on after the beatles so ross is the beatles and you know, in her mind, Phoebe's the chimps. Yeah, in her mind. Yeah, uh, I, I think this- she just can't do it anymore. She's just like, I don't, I can't play. He's so good, I can't play. I love that bit because I love all this meta music stuff. I think it's just really funny. Unlike the sickness meta stuff they tried to pull off a couple episodes, Brett, where she's sick and she quote wow. sounds good. That doesn't work. Uh, Everything here, sticky shoes. <laughs> I love what's happening here, but the. Maybe what made me laugh the most is this little part at the end of Act Two. Phoebe sits down with Rachel and Monica, and she says, "Ross isn't even appreciated in his own time because they, because <laughs> they're like, hey, you can play. Ross sucks. Like Monica says that so yeah. funny, and Monica wishes that people hated her too. So you get this little moment, and I'm sure I'll play the clip, but like." Monica and Rachel are just chewing the scenery, finally being able to tell Phoebe how they really feel about her music. I love this part. Phoebe, Ross sucks. (laughs) Phoebe, the place has emptied because of him. Oh my God, he's not even appreciated in his own time. (laughs) I would give anything to not be appreciated in my own time. (laughs) Okay. Um, Phoebe, you suck too. <laughs> yeah, Phoebe, you're awful. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> yeah, you suck too. It is good. It's like they, I don't know if it was like cathartic for them or if they really were hoping that Phoebe would take to it, but and she's like, oh, you girls. Like, she thinks they're just trying to prop her up. But, yeah, she's just bad. They finally say what we've all been thinking for years, basically. Yeah, she's terrible. 
Um, and luckily, again, they kind of go away from that in later seasons, at least a little bit. So we enter Act Three, and Pappy, you may notice that the era of the canoe has already come to a close here. <laughs> yeah, the audience here is genuinely impressed with the opening up TV. Um, <laughs> the studio audience, live know, studio audience. Yeah. they. Uh, he's got a couple uh, Barca loungers. He's got a, a TV that comes out of nowhere, like Joey says. <laughs> uh, I think he also bought the foosball table. I think that's new, Ooh. right? So, I mean, he's dropping some the coins. foosball table? Yeah, he needs so. a savings account. Yeah. Which I know Chandler's like a successful guy in the show, but that's like $5,000 worth of stuff back then. You know, he's yeah. really dry. He feels really bad. You could start 10 businesses with that money <laughs> per yeah. calculations on a previous episode. <laughs> 10 catering businesses. Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty sweet setup that they've got here. I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty jealous. Definitely. Before we get to this moment where Chandler comes clean, we have a great scene again, I think, Brett, where Chandler is trying to get advice from the other friends and comes clean to them first about the kiss. So good. What do you like about it? Yeah. So it's first of all, it just shows that Joey does have some warts. You know, he's a chronic ladies man and uh he's not very smart but like he's got a really good heart and he tells chandler tells the group that he kissed her and they're like oh no it's terrible and they're like you need to tell him and then was it uh ross who said the crazy part is if he probably would have told just told joey about it before he kissed her he would have probably backed away and uh, backed off and chandler's like oh no don't say that that's not true and they're all like yeah, he loves you. And then he's like, why didn't you tell me? And Ross goes, I, I mentioned it to Phoebe the other day. <laughs> She's like, oh, yeah, I thought that was a great idea. I really <laughs> love really that. really funny. And I also love, I love the writing here in general. And I, the way they word that, the way Ross says it is, I think Joey probably would have stepped aside. I don't know. Something about that struck me. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. And it, it it's, I would say it's true. I mean, he even says it afterwards when he, you know, he said, it's okay, you know, it's because you came to me first. And then, I, I, obviously, we'll get to that, but... Pappy, do you like the yeah, scene I mean, where Chandler tells the friends this? Because I feel like we're getting a lot of classic Friends vibes here. You're learning a lot about the characters. Everyone's kind of pitching in a little bit. What What do you think? Yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, I think you guys even mentioned that on an earlier episode that if Chandler would have just told Joey, he would have yeah. quote stepped aside or whatever. So, yeah, I don't know. I I think um, what is doesn't uh, Monica say at one point like you don't screw your friends over very often, which like we're all oh, yeah. appreciative of or yeah, something. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, it's good. We kind of smash cut from that to. Joey smashing some Sambuca drinks, which that's a really <laughs> disgusting Sambuca alcohol. 
Yeah, that's really, really bad. <laughs> if if you know alcohol, I've never, I've never had it. Had it. Well, have, you've like never it. had sambuca. It's mm, I don't think it's so. kind of like a black licorice. My dad likes to press it on people because oh, it's God, so I disgusting. Like... <laughs> well, your dad in his in the dugout had to this day still the grossest alcohol I've ever had in my entire life. Which was and we couldn't even we couldn't even look up what it was because it was like Russian. It was like that <laughs> pear. It was that pear liqueur. No, I, don't know. I can it taste like, it in my mouth right now. I can. I don't remember its name, obviously. It's so gross. But yeah, that was terrible. This was another question that I raised. Uh, I wanted to ask you guys: Do they drink a lot on Friends? Because obviously, like later on no. sitcoms, How I Met Your Mother, they're always in a bar. But I don't. I don't know. I feel like Definitely they don't not. drink a lot. No, yeah. they don't. Um, they do have. They you know they'll sometimes have a beer, especially Joey and Chandler. Um, they'll sit and drink a beer. Um. And there's a joke later on in this series that Central Perk used to be a bar and they were like, oh my God, a coffee shop. It's so freaking lame. And that's end up being, you know, the most iconic set, Central Perk. So, um, I mean, they get drunk sometimes. Monica gets drunk on her 30th birthday. It's really funny. Uh, they obviously all get drunk at Ross's wedding in, in England. So, but no, it's not really, I wouldn't say it's a common, I think their stance, thing. I think their stance on, weed is kind of telling too um <laughs> like from what i remember brett the only thing i th- the only time i think they mentioned it that i can remember off the top of my head is like monica tells her parents that ross yep. smoked weed like twice in college and it's like kind of a big deal you know shows have things that they're known for i think uh i think office is known for like the christmas episodes uh brooklyn 99 is known for their halloween Friends is known for their Thanksgiving episodes. Yeah. And that's one of their that's one of their episodes where they're trying to tell Monica's parents that they're together, but her parents don't like Chandler. And she doesn't they don't really know why. It's because Ross Ross didn't know either, but then she found out uh, that Ross got caught in the dorm smoking weed. And when her parents, when his parents smelled it, he said it was Chandler. <laughs> that's so that's why they don't like him. And she goes, oh, I think he's high again. And Ross goes, Chandler, I need to talk to you. And then like goes in the room and he tells her that. So, yeah, then they always like the mailman didn't steal your playboys, dad. Ross did. Yeah, it's really. Funny I think episode. what I was trying to illuminate, though, that's, with yeah. as open as this show is about sex, it's pretty uptight about drugs and alcohol, I think. Well, it's like yeah. if if this show took place in 2023, like Phoebe would be hitting the pendulum all the time. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Like, well, Chandler would because Chandler's got a Chandler's got multiple storylines where he's a smoker and he was a smoker in real life. So, so Joey's in um, this apartment. He's drinking sambuca. He's down in gummies. He's doing everything he can to ease the pain. <laughs> we get still to- watching the Linda. Uh, Linda Hamilton, Wonder Woman, like just a total vibe. Twenty twenty three, he's watching Hamilton live show. I don't know, but he's yeah. Sure. Let me just set the scene a little bit. He's drinking because Kathy broke up with him. We don't see the scene where they break up, but she told him there was someone else that she was interested in. She can't go on. And Chandler, kind of while getting this news, tells Joey that he likes Kathy. So. We're getting 
a lot of information passed already between the two that we've been waiting two or three episodes to happen, right, Brett? Yeah. So he gets the blessing from Joey, and then, but Joey, being the guy he is, he basically gives Chandler warning. He's like, hey, I just got to give you a heads up, as I think she likes somebody else, because she mentioned that. And that's when Chandler realizes he's got to tell him. He was going to tell him anyway. I don't know. I think he might have told him eventually, but it almost seemed like, oh, they're broken up. I don't have to tell him. But um, after that, he says, yeah, I'm the other guy. Uh, when you didn't come home the other night, I... Yeah, I mean, when you were late last night, Kathy and I got to talking, and one thing led to another, and... And what? Did you sleep with her? No, 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 I just kissed her. What? That's even worse. <laughs> How is that worse? I don't know, but it's the same. <laughs> Look, I'm sorry, but there's nothing I could do. I think I'm in love with her. Who cares? You went behind my back? I would never do that to you. You're right. I have no excuses. I was totally over the line. Over the line? You, you, you're, you're so far past the line that you can't even see the line. The line is a dot to you. <laughs> yes. Yes, right. And I feel horrible. You have to believe me. I like that Joey's the kind of guy who's going to like bake bread, too. You know, he's got like a nice, what do you say, like a cinnamon bread or something like that in the bread maker? Like... He's just a good dude. He's kind of dealing with his breakup like a girl, if you think about it. He's drinking a margarita. He's like Whoa. eating ice cream or baking bread, whatever. You know, like, it's fine. Of all the people you said like a girl, Josh. I, I just think that's, that's funny. Like, Come on, bro. That's why I have a hard time feeling bad for Joey. It's like, but dude, you you went out with another girl that same night. Like, I don't, I, I don't but know. They weren't exclusive, and it's it's bros. Brosie for hoes. He was so surprised, right? Pappy. Like, you could see it in his face. Like, he couldn't believe that Chandler... He left him alone with his girlfriend in the apartment. Like, you would be pissed, mm-hmm. too. Come on. Oh, to- total violation of the bro code. But I-, I just am more saying, like, he's all bummed that his, quote, girlfriend broke up with him. But he's <laughs> smashing two girls and a pizza on the same yeah, night. Yeah, that's like, weird. I don't know. He's got a lot of things yeah. going on in his life. He does. I have a note here that where he says, you haven't crossed the line. You're so far past the line. The line is a dot to you. Oh, yeah. And I think <laughs> yeah. that exemplifies just how Matt LeBlanc is actually doing an awesome job at being comical while being mad and like hurt. He's really juggling this well here. And I think this is like the first really good Joey scene we've gotten in three episodes, if I'm being honest. This probably became eventually one of like one of his more iconic uh, things. We've been ripping on Joey for how he can't observe anything. And he suddenly it's a small thing, but he suddenly observes that Chandler had tried to kind of bribe his happiness with the TV set and the furniture. That's good acting. Good acting, too. When he like his eyes. It like is. You could tell. You could see it. Pappy, do you think something that's really complex and I've never really understood about friends is that Joey, he's dating two girls. He's sleeping all over town. But he also has this like naive innocence to him that's sincere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How is that juggling? Is he, Is that working for you? Is that a thing? Yeah, because I feel like Joey would never want to like, 
hurt, you know, emotionally, any of the people that he's with. He's just kind of this like pure jock soul, you know, like, yeah, he's, like, yeah it's, I don't, I don't know. Matt LeBlanc performance is that he just creates this character. That's so real. You oh, know, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if you knew amazing. this or not, Pat, but um, it is kind of extra funny that Joey's such a, I want to say ladies man, but it's more like a, just a whoremonger. I don't know because he like, they're from a pretty conservative ish Italian Catholic family. He worships his mom and he's the only boy and he's got seven younger sisters. So, so he's like, I don't know why he went the other way, but it's not like he doesn't respect women. It's just, you'd think he would be, but I think that just makes another cool layer for him. Layer. That's what Joey wants to do. No, I didn't. You're saying Matt LeBlanc is actually like that? That's what you're saying? No, 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 no. Joey's character. (laughs) Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know anything about Matt LeBlanc. (laughs) I think that concludes the episode proper. You know, Chandler comes clean and we're end with a huge cliffhanger in like, Oh yeah. I know we've had more dramatic things in Friends with Richard and Monica and Richard and Monica again. And I guess Rachel and Ross, whatever. But like seeing Joey mad as it fades to black is a little heartbreaking. That's that's a tough friends watch. You really hate to see that. Yeah, oh yeah. No music either. Just like a quiet fade to black <sighs> roll credits. <sighs> I mean, you get some music at the end. Yeah, yeah. But in that moment, it's just... With it, Ross, we need to have like Vince McMahon doing that thing with tears in his eyes. And he's like, cut the cameras. <laughs> like, this is God, emotional it's so shit. It's crazy how quick how memes come and go. Like, I saw, literally saw that meme 300 times in like a week. <laughs> it's such a great meme. And then now we don't see it anymore. But, guys, great news. The mm. episode's actually not over. Like any friends, right. like any loyal friends episode, it has an epilogue here. I love, love this one because <laughs> I'll let one of you guys explain it. Just whoever wants to can jump on it. But we get we get more meta music shit here as Ross plays his final performance. Oh my god, he's lost it. He's totally lost it. Well, he's lost it. He's lost his sound. <laughs> And he quote bombs up there. And even Phoebe's like, no, that wasn't that good. And it gives her the confidence to go back on. And then he goes over to Monica and Rachel and they think he's been playing bad on purpose the whole time. He's like, no, I just bombed just now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like I could lose it. And to our ear, the undiscernible between that song and any of the other songs that he's played. It's, Sounds the exact same. I love the uh, <laughs> the hand motion he does too for the explosion. Like, wait for it. And then, yeah, yeah. That is kind of similar to the Phoebe sick versus not sick, and Ross bombing versus not bombing is like to the audience listener, us at home. It all is just like shit, shit music. It's all bad, yeah. For sure. <laughs> okay, so you were trying to play bad this whole time. Yeah, no, just that last song. <laughs> Well, I really like that episode. I feel like I've played my cards really out front of my chest here. But what are your guys' final thoughts on season four, episode seven, the one where Chandler crosses the line? 
All right, just a really couple really quick ones. Like I said, I feel like being a friend's outsider, maybe I noticed things that you guys didn't like the production design. I didn't mention the like the drawing of a monster that's like hanging in their apartment. Like it's like this green monster face. Um, and just one other thing too is like the costumes. Like occasionally they have some fucking drip. Like they look really good. But then in the first scene, like Ross is wearing a suit that's like david byrne levels big on him so it's, i don't know i just find it interesting like sometimes it looks really really good still and sometimes it doesn't um and then last final thought my favorite joke was the payphone cutting out and joey just oh stops gosh, talking so good. <laughs> dude that joey that got yeah. me <laughs> i thought my time was gonna stop that one got me really hard i left yeah <laughs> i left funny. quite a bit at that one so uh another like little inside joke that you'll see pat when you watch friends the the little sketch i don't know if it's not an etch a sketch but yeah the sketch thing on the door there's always little notes there and there were two different ones and some of them are funny some of them are ridiculous and they don't make any sense it's just a, a funny little running gag but uh my last line that i thought probably my second favorite line of the whole show um it is chandler's always reminded me of my friend gray and uh and it's just such a like a gray line. And he's, he she says, you, "Like you have such amazing hair." And he goes, "Thanks, I grow it myself." Like that's like the type of corny humor that I think is really funny. So I thought that was a funny line. That's pretty much. Oh, oh, actually, yeah, uh, Josh, I, I've I've owned the DVDs. I don't remember this at all. Like you were talking about only like two, like an A and a B plot, according to IMDb. There was a whole third subplot that was taken out, and it's like the weirdest sounding thing. I can't even like picture what it's about. You want me to read it? Yes, please. Okay. The uncut DVD version of the episode features the an extra subplot where Rachel starts eating out by herself. She starts to enjoy it so much that she blows off a date with a doctor. Oh. Monica later convinces Rachel I've to change her mind. Definitely seen However, that. the doctor silently rebuffs her when he sees Rachel eating out by herself. I must have because, Dude. I mean, Drew had these playing yeah, yeah, yeah. nonstop in college. I was so. picturing Drew's But that's room. like such a weird storyline. It makes sense because, like, I don't think the writers would choose to leave Jennifer Aniston out of the main storylines for right. two episodes in a row. In 98, she was a monster. Like, you know. Yeah. And kind of to follow our plot that we were talking about, you know, Monica did have a bit of a storyline last episode, but man, she is, like I said at the, in the first episode, she's right in between like big storylines. Um, it's so weird to see her kind of like not doing anything. I th- Phoebe's getting so much more play in this season. I than like even Monica. Knowing that Monica and Rachel, Courtney Cox and Jennifer Aniston are such huge stars, but in some of these episodes are just playing kind of the supporting roles. Something about that adds to like the comfort of watching this. Oh, it's yeah. like they're just, First of all, it's an amazing ensemble. Cast, it's like they're so. just hanging out and it's cool. I, I don't know. They don't, I don't know. I don't know if that's coming across. If you know what I'm talking about, Pappy, but I'm feeling it. They have like, I don't know. It's like a starting five on a basketball team where everyone's a fucking sicko. And from game to game, different people can just oh yeah go off. You know what I mean? Like definitely. It doesn't feel like it's like, oh damn, this is a 
I don't know, a Monica episode. Like, I, I, do you guys feel that at all? Like, is it are there episodes of Friends where if it's like someone takes the lead, you're kind of like, meh. I don't really care about. I've heard people say it about Phoebe, maybe or mm, Phoebe episode. Phoebe's got some pretty. I mean, she's my least favorite character, but she's got some really funny storylines and funny lines. But, um, she has a lot more storylines. I feel like in the first half of the, the series, like with her, her mom, her stepmom, her dad, uh, her. She was homeless, living on the street, just stuff like that. But no, I don't think I don't. Again, you usually have two big storylines at least two big storylines. So it doesn't really feel that way, but I mean, yeah, I guess I would say Phoebe storylines are my, some of my lesser ones, but I can't think of anything offhand. I think it's just an interesting dynamic too, that Ross delves into this music thing for one single episode in all these seasons and dips out. And that's kind of her thing always, but this is such a classic right, part. But- like, I don't know. I wonder if it does get retconned. It does get retconned a little yeah, bit, it does. though, Josh. It does because you find out later on that him and Chandler were in a band. Yeah, that's right, like a flock so. of seagulls looking band. But yeah. <laughs> I, my only final thought note that I had was that there is a complete break from the Phoebe and Monica's catering business storyline here. Yeah, and I feel like you, a lesser critic would be bothered by such but i feel like i admire the writing that they're just free to kind of like let go of that if they don't really need it for an episode and trust that the audience can float that themselves like an episode or two later i, I actually really do like that well we, we talked about it they it, this kathy chronicles is four crazy episodes and then she's gone for like three episodes and they like barely mention her at all like so yes they can and then she comes back, and then she's gone, and then she comes back. So it's, they do do that, and that's, I guess that's the benefit of having six main characters. You can kind of bounce around. Is that surprising to hear, Pap? You just got dropped into this episode. Monica and Phoebe have a catering business, thriving and surviving out there. <laughs> no, I heard you mentioned on the last episode, yeah. No, no mention of that at all in this one. Actually, Pap, that's funny that you mentioned the storylines, because... If you look at any, pretty much any top 100 TV episodes of all time, there's always going to be one Friends episode, and it's always going to be the one with Phoebe's embryos. The one with the embryos. That's uh. a Phoebe episode, but her part is like a D minus, and everything else that's going on, the game show, is exactly. like A plus, the best, the best stuff they've ever done. Like, so like she's the main, she's like the title character, but not the main character in that episode. And, if you do see that one, that's like the most famous one. I've literally seen it in like TV Guide's Top 100 episodes of all time. Like that's their episode, the mm-hmm. one with the embryos, which is six, five episodes from now. Well, and like, I don't know, not to say they didn't have any egos, but for, for a show like Friends to carry six main characters, to pass the ball around, mm-hmm. to have like the collective like bargaining of, oh, we're all going to get a million dollars an episode, like. So many other shows, like so many other super teams, would fall apart. You know what I mean? There's only one ball yeah. on the team, especially so like, especially with like a Jennifer Aniston who, yeah, like they all had success during periods. Like we're actually coming up on Matthew Perry's like big whole nine yards success, but like Rachel was famous pretty much from the jump. She had like 
the most iconic female hairstyle of the nineties. Um, she was like a fat, the fashion icon. Like you're talking about why their clothes look so good. It's because they, they put just like whatever was hot figuratively and literally on her and on them. So yeah, it is crazy. And the fact that she can do an episode and they're like, Oh, Rachel, we're going to cut your entire storyline out. Oh, oh, well, and it's like, Oh yeah, I got paid a million dollars. I'm okay. Plus I love all these people. So mm-hmm. it's cool. That's why I do like about this show. Yeah. I mean, we've seen it before. Like West wing. I is a show that Rob Lowe was supposed to be Rob Lowe and Moira Kelly were like the centerpieces of the show, but people love Martin Sheen so much that they completely wrote Moira Kelly out after the first season. And Rob Lowe ended up leaving after a few seasons because he wasn't the main guy. So Mm-hmm. it does happen. And I, I love that it didn't happen here. Obviously it didn't happen in Seinfeld and shows like that. So Josh is love almost it. like a podcast that rotates hosts going 500 <laughs> episodes, you know, you gotta, yeah. yeah. Can't, you inspiring. always wonder which one of the spoiler men is the Phoebe of the group. You know, you hate to see it. You hate to think about it, but <laughs> let's get into yes or no's here, boys. Brett, Show Pappy how it's done for these Friends episodes. We give the yes or no, but we also give a letter grade. So I think my first one was a B plus, and then I said a B, right? Or did we flip-flop that? Is a B, then a B, then a B. Let me get it straight for you, but you have a B, then a B plus, and we both have those same ratings so far. Yeah, appreciate it. Well, this one, to me, is... This one's an A, like an A minus, a lower A minus. It's... It's kind of contingent on the next episode. Like, they're almost a combination episode, and they're both really good. Like, I think it's an 8.6 on IMDb, and the next one's like a 9. So, that's like the two highest, two of the highest ones. So, yeah, I'm going to go with an A-, minus, maybe a lower A-, minus. but I thought the jokes were really good. And two storylines was nice. We got to focus on a lot of it. So, um, definitely an A- minus for me, and it's a definite yes. I like this episode quite a bit. A, so what's the final letter grade? A minus. Oh, I thought you said A, A B, minus. B plus, A minus, A minus. Okay. No, no, A minus. Okay, no. okay. Pap? Yeah, well, first of all, thanks for inviting me on. This is fun it, to do with you guys. Uh, yeah, I'll go definite yes. I'm, I'm right there with Brett. B plus, A minus. Like, you know, maybe not an iconic episode of TV, right. but I laughed mm-hmm. a lot. Like, and it, you know. These I haven't watched something like this, like a twenty-minute sitcom on streaming, in a while, and it just goes down mm. real easy. It's just really mm. nice to watch. Like I want to keep watching more Friends after this, you know. So, yeah, funny characters, funny moments. Uh, definite yes. Official the letter original, grade B plus. The original binge, like Pap. I don't know if you were around during Netflix in college, but we had DVDs, we had box sets, and. This is how you binged. Uh, like you said, 20-minute episodes. You could watch two whole seasons in like a full day if you were really on it. So it's awesome. <laughs> if you're on your game. You get to change discs every <laughs> once in a while. Yeah, you got to get up a change disc. That does stink. <laughs> this is Josh from Goshen. I'm not Go- saying it's better then. All right. This is Josh from Goshen. I love this so much i love how you mentioned pap and how you were just getting at brett like how fast this is and it's still over 20 minutes 
and I swear it's even faster than that when you watch it. It's unbelievable. It's like mm-hmm. uh, magic time. It th- there's just two subplots and it flies by. I watched this movie like or I watched this episode like a couple times in preparation for the pod, and it was like no big deal at all. I think this episode has an extra special place in my heart because of like as a pseudo musician myself, the Robbie, the Ross and Phoebe storylines like really touch my heart in a special way. There's not many weaknesses here. I, this is a solid a for me. I I feel like even, I feel like even the IMDB rating is like a little low, even though it's like pretty high Mm -hmm. for a friend's episode. I, I really like this episode. Um, And the good news is it seems like, we have even better episodes to come somehow, maybe. Oh, yeah. I digress, y'all. I actually do have trivia if you guys have one more minute before we sign off our Skype yeah, call. That's fine. Also, Josh, this also strikes strikes a chord for you because you've also had a best friend steal a girl from you, so Yeah. Oh. Well he had listened to that episode and kinda yelled at me for that. Did so he? I'm Oh really? <laughs> so edit that out, Josh. I'm sorry. I was wondering, I'm like, you know he's gonna listen to this. But yeah, sorry, uh, go ahead. No, I'm definitely not editing it out. Um okay, <laughs> okay let's get to the trivia here. Um uh, Brett, I'm going to make you guess first, yeah. just because you're kind of the expert, I feel like. So I had been asking you questions about who or how many, what, yeah, what have they been? How many yeah. IMDb credits? Yeah, which I completely forgot. The but first yes, episode, IMDb it was for like a specific actor. Yeah, the first episode, it was Rachel's Bug? dumb boyfriend, Josh. And in the second episode, it was Rebecca Romaine. She had like 61 total acting credits, which is kind of low, I feel like. But yeah, I'm going a different direction because I feel like you probably studied every character in this episode. And no, I didn't. <laughs> but you probably know anyway how many appearances they have. So I got a, I love the trivia I pulled down for tonight. I've been harping on. Do you watch the theme song all the way through every episode? Do you do you really watch it? Do you really? And so here's my question for you, Brett. Besides for scenes. Okay, here's the question. How many insert shots are there when they play the theme song? So that's any shot. You mean that art that art shots? Any shots any shots from an episode. But they're not shots that are like that the couch and the umbrella scene outside with like the water and the fountain. It's not from that. It's just insert shots. So I'm doing actual insert shot. Okay. Ooh, wow. Oh, I, man. I, and it's only... All I have numbers for is season four, episode seven. I just counted them all. Yeah. Wow. Because uh, they actually do longer, depending on when you watch it. This is a full intro. Man. I feel like uh, there's an episode where, like, you know how Pappy said when they do the clap, 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 clap? It shows Chandler hitting his yeah. head. I think later on, it's like... Cut, 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 and it's like maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like yeah, there's a lot. No, they of they change that all the time, yeah. Right. 
Oh man, I've gone from one number to another number to another number. It gets lower every time. Um, do your math out I'm loud, my... please. I love it when you do. <laughs> what are you thinking uh, so here? So, my original guess was fifty, and then I got it down to forty-two, and then thirty-eight, and I don't really have a reason why, other than uh, each. It's probably ninety. It's probably sixty seconds, and each. Clips probably two seconds long. Ooh man! Um, but don't forget that the umbrella go... scenes don't count. I just right, want to yep. make that clear. I'm, I'm doing math backwards now. I'm down to 35. Um, I'm gonna go with an even 30. Hmm, that's a good guess. That was exactly the math I was doing. A minute, probably about two seconds. Um, I'll say. 24. What are your guesses again? We're way 30? off, Josh. 30 and 24. Are we 30? way off? You guys aren't way off. I have to like do the math in my head. You guys are so close. <laughs> <laughs> 27? 28? Guys, I I was hoping someone would at least think that it would be divisible by six because that's how many friends there are. So it, oh, and you both chose numbers thirty, and I said twenty-four. Right, yeah. and you both would have been wrong. But I was hoping you would have at least mentioned that the actual number is twenty-six insert shots. Pap, you edged oh, him nice out Pat. for the win. Nice oh man. We were right around it. Good guess. Yeah, that's pretty guess. cool. Guesses were excellent. Um, I loved hanging out with you guys, potting tonight as friends. Matthew Perry, still miss him. This is our um, kind of ode to him. Love doing these friends episodes. Hopefully, we'll get this one out quick. Although, it's kind of running long, boys. This is like an hour-long episode. These are yeah, supposed to be... Long. Come on. Anyway, <laughs> Pappy, thanks for joining us tonight. What's your hot take as you toss it to spoiler friend? Well, yeah, again, thanks for having me on. Hot take. Um, listen, I hate David Zasloff as much as anybody in the whole wide world. I can't fucking stand the man. But I thought it was really weird how everybody was going to bat for the fucking Wild E. Coyote movie starting John Cena. Like, no one on film Twitter was going to actually go see that fucking movie. Um Sounds like it might go to streaming, so that might be cool. But just a weird take, I felt like, from everybody else and rallying around <laughs> that movie. But thanks again for having me on. Take it away, Spoiler Man. Special thank you to our patrons. Druid King. I kissed Kathy. Brother Brian. You obviously haven't screwed over a lot of your friends. Matt Troll. If you had told him how you felt before you kissed her, knowing Joey, he probably just would have stepped aside. Nick. Oh, don't say that. The Meg. Don't say that. That's not true, is it? The Wolf. Oh, oh, oh. What am I going to do? 
Nurse Stacy. Sambuca Margarita? Barky 420. I like her. Spencer. Well, your timing couldn't be better. Gail. I like her a lot, actually. P.K. You know why? Because you came to me first. Dr. Lars. <laughs> Swole. <laughs> Zombie. <laughs> Listen to spoilers. <laughs> there we go. That was spoilers.